Hello and welcome to Smoking Underground. I'm hoping everybody can hear me all right today. We are remote controlled, as you might well imagine. Uh, Gary is using his nose cam, as you can clearly tell. There you go. And uh, oh, I'm outside. You get to see this marvelous giant weed that I've been let gr- letting grow to see how tall it would grow, and now it's dying because it's too tall. Uh, wrong type of smoking (laughs) (laughs) didn't even think of that um okay so today uh what's up gary hello hello how are y'all good man good good good, man good good Good. outstanding how was y'all's week this week everything good man it's uh since taking monday off uh my week has been it's been a little hectic getting stuff done and Learning happens. to prioritize different things at work. That's what happens. She yeah. does. So, uh, how was your week, Gary? You know, it was. Uh, it's coming to an end. It's been good. It really has been really tasty this week. Yeah. It hadn't been bad at all. So, I mean, I'm I'm very uh, very delighted. I'm waiting for the other leg to fall off, if you know what I mean. So, uh, so you know, I'm not sure what that uh, means. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, you will. <laughs> you will. You'll hear that. It's, normally, it's the other shoe. I'm waiting for the other shoe to fall off. In my case, it's the other leg. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. But I'm good though, dude. I am. I'm good. Nice. I'm sitting out here underneath my uh, underneath my pecan tree, out here in my field out here, where it's my favorite place <laughs> to smoke, and uh, yeah. sitting here watching my dog uh, chasing frisbees. It's about all. Does he bring it back? No, she, no, she just, uh, well, she does when she wants to, but other than that, that's it. You know, she is part woman, so that kind of helps. But, uh, Gary, you're, uh, you're, you're crackling quite a bit. Yeah, you are. Emma. You need to probably adjust your mic somehow. Hold on just a second. And, uh, JR, eh, pitted prunes to you. Is there a way for me to see the chat? It should be on the right side of your screen. No, I just see me. Hold on. No, I don't know. Not See, my, my guys have no problem seeing the chat when we're using this. I'm on my phone, though. Huh. That, that, that's probably your problem. You're not properly. Yeah, yeah that's your problem there. You don't know how to work it. Yeah, well, you, you still get the Mr. Robinette has joined us from 6,600 feet up in a high atop a mountain. Nice. Well, that's good to finally hear from him. I thought oh, he, uh, world. I thought he was an AI robot operating his... Uh, his Facebook page. What's he up to? Cheers. Let him chime in. So, uh, what do you got smoking tonight? Your vacation cigars. Well, it wasn't a vacation cigar. It's just what cigars do you make sure you always have with you when you're traveling? Because well, unlike Jason, I'm only probably 35 feet up in the air in a hotel room. Yeah. That's, I'm at ground level. That's advertising that it overlooks a lake, but it mm. doesn't overlook a lake. Um, well, so so again, I'm not smoking with you guys tonight, but and I left my travel humidor down in the car. I need to run down and get that after the show. But what well, do you got, what cigars when you when you go to travel? Yeah, what do you make sure you have with you? You know, cigar-wise, we all have our cutter, our lighter, all that kind of stuff. But Right, right, right. You know, I, I always have my fancy either Calibri or Zycar lighter. 
and always back it up with a vertigo cyclone because as i've said before nothing like being in the middle of nowhere and your fancy hundred dollar lighter doesn't work right always fall back to your 1799 vertigo cyclone available at all the cigars and more and by Tola fine cigar shops yeah it may even be available online i don't know if harris has those accessories Soon to be available on the uh, Smoking Underground yeah. webpage. So, Gary, what's your uh, what's your uh, vacation cigars? Can you hear me okay? Not really, Can you hear me okay? it's crackly. Is it? Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason does say he's uh, re- enjoying his retirement. Gotcha. Okay. Well, so while we wait for Gary to, I guess, get his stuff figured out, um, I'm going to start off the bat with not necessarily what I smoke, but what I bring to keep people from smoking my good stuff who don't really know anything about cigars. Um, so I've got two different travel cases. I got one big one I got and then I got one I got as a gift which I haven't really used that one but what I keep in there always are two of these right here Perdomo Frescos the short ones so if somebody's like hey man you got an extra cigar they're like yeah you smoke cigars yeah, I've had one or two yeah they're not getting my good shit so, oh, see I, I always give them the good shit nah and it, it ain't worth it dude like I've done that in the past I've, I've had a clutch of cigars, $100, worth of cigars. And I get down to it, and they, they, they're like, oh, this is really good. And then I've done the same thing with a cheaper cigar, and like, oh, they're really good. They don't care. They don't know the difference. They don't know what they're tasting. There's just an aspect where you're just like, you know what? I'm not wasting that money on somebody who doesn't appreciate it. Like, if my buddy Daniel, we go on vacation or something with the family and whatnot, and he forgot his cigars, yeah, I'm going to share with him one of my good ones because he knows all about cigars. You're out there. Or or, or Jason, Robnett, Mr. Pitted Prunes himself is out there. I'm going to go, here, man, take one of these. Here's a, here's a Zeno. Here's a Davidoff, you know. Oh, see, I com- commonly will give them one like that, like, uh, let's say, Davidoffs and stuff. Because for some reason, people give me those things, and... um. Sound like rich person problems. Yeah, yes, first world problems. I'll pass yeah. them off. I'll pass them off, um, and I probably shouldn't say it here publicly, but I tell people in the shop all the time when we get talking about Cubans. When people give me Cubans, do you know what I do with a Cuban? What's that? Give it to somebody else because it sounds impressive, and they get all fancy and delighted and. When you give somebody a cigar and you tell them it's twenty or thirty dollars, they they feel the pressure to finish it. You know, I'm I'm talking. That's a good like point. If I, like if I go down, you know, and I will later on either by the pool or out front of this hotel, and I have a cigar, and somebody comes along and oh that's cool, you know, and well would you like one? Oh sure, and you give them something, and you know I'm not going to give them you know a Churchill. It's always going to be like a robusto or something. Yeah. And here, you know, give this one a try. Uh, you know, 
oh, well, what is it? Well, it's kind of a mild. It's a, it's a Davidoff, you know. It's a, it, it's, it's a really good cigar. You know, I think those retail for about, and then you always add 10 to the price. Right. And you got to be careful. You also have to remember what state you're in. Because a $20 cigar in the state of New York is like a entry-level cigar. It's got to be like a $50 cigar because of the, the taxes. Right. So. And there it flies all out here. What the hell? Which reminds me, I need to look up a uh, article or something from the news. Um, I meant to have this up. I apologize. <sighs> no, I just, I just like having what I call them decoy cigars because of that very reason. Like I, I'm gonna, it's not a one hit wonder, but it is a. You make a very valid point, and I agree with you on that. I'll, I'll, I'll try a little bit of. I might try that in the future, but that's not going to be my default at the moment. Just because my experience is, is, I mean, I've got this Aroa, which I absolutely love this thing. It's a wonderful, wonderful cigar. Now, if I have a whole bag full, certainly, certainly. Uh, And this one's, it's so good and the price point's just right. But you're talking like, if I've got one of my really nice Padrones and all that, I'm going to ask them about their cigar, just like when I'm working. And I ask somebody... Well, have you smoked a lot before? You know, what kind of coffee do you drink? What kind of beer do you drink? Um, I mean, have you ever had, how often do you smoke cigars? Oh, about once a year. Oh, so you're an aficionado. And they're obviously going to say, no, 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 no. I'm just getting into it. They're always going to deny the fact, and then you can kind of gauge it from there. And that's kind of the, the, the premise that I use is just, and it's always going to be something small and short. Like in my other travel humidor here, let's see, I've got a, uh, I'm not going to give him this guy, John. Is that a asylum barber pole? Yeah. With your uh, wonderful candela wrapper attached to it. It's an ogre. Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to give him the ogre. Um, you know, I've got a, I've got a chupacabra here. I might give him something like that. Um, I've got me a Don Fausto cigar, which is, which is a rather nice cigar. Um, now I'll tell you in, in the mood of vacation and travel, what's up, Gary? Um, I also have, which I always love to get these. Let me pull it out of the bag here. Put my cigar in my, how do you like this? That cool. Accessories soon to come to the uh, Smoking Underground webpage. Yep. Uh, I always get this bad boy right here. Pandemonium. I smoke this. I, this is actually I had I buy two of these when I drive to Georgia. Um, I didn't feel like smoking the second one on the way back the other the other weekend, so I just kept it. But typically I do. This is a lighted up. Uh, light it up before you leave and you're not even done with it by the time I get back. So it's like two and a half hours and it's still not done. Ooh, I forgot that piece of news too. Gary's locked up. Well, I'm going to, you didn't see the, you can't see the comments, but Jim Wolf commented uh, $50 for a Davidoff. Uh, and a good point, he always keeps a few uh, decoys for newbies. 
Right. I um, sorry, Jim. Actually, the the guys because they decided to log in from non PC devices cannot see the chat. I'm the only one who can see the chat. Um, yeah, because of the the taxes. Like in Alabama, we pay eight cents or so per cigar in taxes. In New York, it's like or New Hampshire or something. Both, I think, both places. There were some of the highest, and it's like 85 percent. So basically, you can take whatever you pay for a cigar in Alabama and darn near double the retail price, and that's what you would pay. So you would be paying $8 for a Fresca. You would be paying $20 for a run-of-the-mill Perdomo. Um, That's, you know, one of the things you can be happy about by living in Alabama and some of these states that pay attention to the taxes. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. Can I recommend what can I mean? Any if, walk into any of our locations or just walk in and buy a um, Davidoff or look at a Davidoff price and whatever you're looking at. If you're in the state of New York, it's going to be double that. Um, you know, the, some of these taxes have just fallen and are taking effect within the last 12 to 18 months. And it's kind of a wake up call. Well, those and those, the, that New York tax is not here. Right. No, it is. It's not there. It's just various states have different taxing levels, and that's what you've got. We've got to pay attention to because if some, if one guy's getting away with it, guy number two is going to try, and guy number three is going to try. Now, here's my um, Yankee roots coming through. At least Alabama is a little bit slow and backwards, so <laughs> they can. Um, uh, I don't see us jumping to that kind of taxation on cigars in the near future, possibly right. even ever, but it's, it's always something to pay attention to. Um, I don't remember what taxes are in Ohio, Jim. I can look that up here in a second. Well, I uh, imagine there are particular States that will always have those kind of taxes. I'll be Jim honest. is asking. And if we've got Gary joining us now sideways, um, He's asking for a recommendation on a, um, uh, let's see, a recommend a good mild cigar. A good mild cigar. Yeah, my, uh, my fallbacks are usually always going to be a Oliva Connecticut Reserve, um, a Perdomo 10th Anniversary Champagne. If you want to oh stay, if you want to stay into those, um, um. I'm going to say Connecticut's, but I have not. I would not recommend any of those two. <laughs> um, I, I, well, if you're looking for something mild to slowly get into the, the hobby, I commonly will recommend now, believe it or not, one of the Perdomo 10th anniversary Maduros. I don't think it's that strong of a cigar. Yeah, in my opinion, Perdomo doesn't really make a strong cigar. Their stuff is. Uh, more appealing to the masses and there's nothing wrong with that that's just their style um not uh, sorry to counter you i would not recommend any of those cigars he recommended because they're the champagne i don't like the taste of that one it's it's very acidic so you obviously Um, don't read your cigars and more uh handbook on what cigars to recommend when they request no i don't because uh those recommendations are not personalized to what I would recommend. And so, I mean, you're, you're talking, you're talking lightweight, you're talking Connecticut or sun grown. I mean, you can do something sun grown for somebody. Um, as long as the price points within there, 
Um, you've got a Rocky Patel edge, you know, the lighter end of the Rocky Patel edge. That's always a nice one because it's got almost a natural sweet flavor to it. Um, CLE's got some pretty good lightweight stuff. Uh, let's see. I'm always going to try to push them towards an, an Aroa. Uh, but most of the time they don't want to spin that. I can normally convince them for it and just tell them, smoke these other two lightweights first and then do this one and you'll appreciate it. Cause I don't know. I'm not, I'm not about like typecasting a standard formula read from a pamphlet of you should recommend these, you should recommend these as much as I appreciate those things they make. Uh, for cigars and more, um, they're they're a guideline, not the rule, in my opinion. And I'm going to tell you what I like and the reasons I don't like those things, um, because I'm not basing it solely off of sales. I'm basing it off of you. I asked you questions: what you drink, what you don't like to drink. How I'm, I'm going to get to know you as a person uh, in the little short time I can to learn that flavor profile, and then I'm going to try to cater to that. Um, because I have, I've had people tell me, um, oh, what was the thing? Um, oh, it's like one, a great question I normally ask is what kind of beer do you like to drink? And if they're like, you know, I like hoppy beer, then yeah, I'm going to recommend the champagne. Absolutely. hundred percent because it fits in the same flavor profile, uh, generically and broadly speaking, as they're used to, as they're used to drinking, um, but they're like, oh, I'm black coffee. I like, uh, you know, lagers, uh, stouts. Not a chance. Not a chance in hell. You still there, John? I'm still here. I was just waiting for Gary to comment. He's been really quiet. I think he's there. Gary. You may need to move closer to your house and get the Wi-Fi signal, man. I guess I, I got a picture of him. I just don't know. Yeah, it's moving too. Like it's he's, but I can't hear him, and he's not saying anything. Uh, where did that little article? Uh, let's see here. I gave him some sign language. Do 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 do. I tried messaging him on the uh, private. <laughs> Oh, well. Uh, um, oh, a Maker's Mark and Tito is what Jim drinks. Um, very nice. He does say thank you and much appreciated. Yeah. Um, he's taking some notes. So, what? Uh, what, what? There you go. Um, uh, Maker's and Tito's. Yeah. Um, Those are two what, really good ones. What are, you gonna, what, what are you going to tie into that for a mild cigar? What, how do you like your beer? Do you drink beer? How do you like your beer? How do you like your coffee? As well, I needed those are the questions I need to know because they, they they span the spectrum of your 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 taste buds. Yeah, I like my beer cold, just like I like my women, and I also like my coffee hot, just like I like my women. Do you put any cream in your coffee? Do you put any sugar in your coffee? Don't 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 open it up like that. Uh, he likes dark beer dark beer okay yeah yeah uh honestly if he likes dark beer um and those and he likes maker's mark and he likes tito's i would say a hemingway right off the bat hemingway it's it's got a nice presentation 
the name itself gives you the gravitas of something. And I can tell you from personal experience, it's one of my default go-tos. If I can't decide what I want, I know I'm going to enjoy the cigar. It's not going to be something I'm going to fawn over like, you know, a late hour, but it's going to be good. And, uh, uh, he does like his coffee real sweet. And the name again, that would be a um, Arturo Fuente Hemingway series. Right. Uh, that goes anywhere. They've got the short story, the work of arts that are Hemingways that don't say Hemingway on the box. And then right. you have but they uh, are Hemingways. Three, three larger. Well, eventually, um, I think Fuente got smart and they just decided not to continue to pay licensing on other sizes. Right. But th- then they have, uh, you know, a, a kind of a... Uh, I don't want to say a Toro. It's a maybe about a fifty ring gauge Toro size Hemingway, and I can't right. remember the I can't remember the names of them. Yeah, um, up to a pretty good size that we occasionally will get into our shops. Right, um, but yeah, it's it's just a line of cigars with inside the Fuente line. Or, yeah, and I, and I would say um, uh, Insidious Connecticut's because they kind of have a sweet tip on them. That's a good. That's a good super light. That's uh, the, the the nice sweet tip will keep you uh, keep you entertained in the beginning of the cigar. By the time you reach about midway, it'll have faded off, but you'll be enjoying it. You'll be having a nice drink. Uh, you'll be good to go. Um, um, yes, you can, Jim. Actually, if you go to uh, BirminghamCigars.com. Um, basically our entire cigar inventory is available. It's actually a really good place to get some really rare stuff because our owner, for some reason, almost posts it there before he puts it into the stores. Um, so you can go ahead and go to BirminghamCigars.com, check out what's there to order. Um, anything, any orders over $50 ship free. So, so Gary can't hear us apparently. Yep, I asked him. He can't hear us. Uh, that's going to be on his end, though. Yeah. You can, so. Uh, um. Yeah, I mean, you got. Uh, now, it's funny is uh, on a side note story to traveling and smoking, which you carry with you. It seems to be a running thing that I get from customers, and even myself. I'll be honest with you, and even my brother. When you're out and traveling, like. Uh, and St. Augustine and stuff like that. Um, it's rum dip cigars, like custom rum dip cigars in, in mason jars. That seems to be like everybody wants those. Even I want them. I like them too. Um, because Cigars and More is not going to sell anything like that because then he has to buy the rum and then we have to put them in there and, you know, you have to custom make them. But local shops, you know, at these vacation spots, they most certainly will. Because and they'll upcharge the hell out of them, but we'll buy them anyway. A clutch of them, you know, and they're about that big. They're not very long. They're they're pretty basic cigars, but they've been sitting in rum. Why is all the rum gone? Uh, you you, you kind of like those drown drench cigars there. Um. Yes and no. Yes and no. Uh. I haven't had a good rum-dipped cigar. Like, because dipping your cigar is different from a rum-dipped cigar because that's been marinating in it. And there's something, there's a sweetness to the rum that brings it. It's almost a flavored cigar, like a custom 
or an original flavored as opposed to like acid or, you know, the Deadwoods, which are made in factory to be flavored, whereas these are made by the patrons to be flavored. So it's a little different. Um, dipping your the, the tip of your cigar, which there's nothing wrong with that. Anybody who says so, um, they can off. Oh. I get your reasoning. But it's my money. I'll do what I want. Hey, uh, Jim just lit a um, Oliva, Connecticut. Nice. Yeah. And he says, not bad. No. Oh, now now you're complimenting it. When I recommended it, it was the worst cigar in the world. Well, no, no. The champagne's the worst cigar in the world. And Oliva, Connecticut is super lightweight, and it's not very complex. But I'm not going to knock it, knock it. Like, I'm not going to, like, say, no, I wouldn't get that. Uh, The champagnes, I have a hate hate relationship with i have not i have had dozens of them trying to give them a second chance and i have never enjoyed them and it's probably all my palate but i don't enjoy them i just think they are i think they're and this is my personal opinion this is not the opinion of cigars and more uh i think it is their tobacco that they had to pull off the leaf that wasn't ready yet and they wrapped it anyway and then they put it in a colored you know, cellophane thing so that you can't see what it looks like when it arrives because they know it's going to sit on the shelf a little bit. Like, I am not a big fan of the champagne. I I just don't like them. I I feel the cheapness in them, in my opinion. But Okay, Jim, the link has been sent to you. I apologize for the slowness because I'm having to do a lot of production from just a laptop tonight but I did get you the link. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I'd be on a laptop with my uh, headset and microphone. I just... Brother, I just didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> I just did not feel like doing it. I was like, man, I do not want to dig all this stuff out, set this all up, run all these cables. I was like, nah, I'm fine. This is good. And it looks good. I, the sound quality, how does it sound to you, John? Um, your chirping went away. Yeah, it has gone down like significantly from the background. You must have ran the crickets off with your cigar smoke. I mean, well, probably. Yeah. We might actually uh, let's see here. What do I want to say here? Um, there was a uh, touch of news that I wanted to touch on. The okay. touch of news that I wanted to. How many times can I use touch in a sentence? Touch me, touch me. Um, on what date was that? July 5th. So this is, uh, you know, a few days old. Recent. But um, the FDA, you know, I'm catching up from a bunch of stuff. Busy month. FDA regulation of premium cigars is arbitrary and capricious, a judge finds. Okay. Which basically means um, a federal judge, um, federal or U.S. district judge, Amit Menta in Washington, D.C., said the FDA had ignored relevant data about health risks of premium cigar use. He asked the FDA and the industry groups challenging regulations, the the Premium Cigar Association and Cigar Rights of America. Remember, we encourage you to support those groups um, to submit briefs on whether he should vacate the FDA's decision or simply remand the matter back to the agency. 
Um, he's basically saying what the FDA is trying to impose and restrict premium cigars is BS. And yeah. the F FDA has overstepped their bounds. So at this point, it looks like don't have to worry. Premium cigars are safe until we actually come up with a proper definition of premium cigars. Some people say it's based on any cigar more than $10, any cigar. Um, but a show I was listening to pointed out that sometimes you buy cigars on a special and that, yeah. which might mean, okay, normally Ooh. cigars retail for $11 a cigar, but if you buy 25 boxes, we'll sell them to you for $8 a cigar. Now they all of a sudden go from being a premium cigar to a non-premium cigar. Yeah. That things like that. So the, you know, the thinking again is to do it by weight and some other things like that, but yeah. hopefully we can come up with a proper definition of uh, premium cigars and everybody pay attention, support the cigar rights of America. Um, so, uh, we sell packs in a lot of our stores. They're about a hundred, 120 bucks a lot of the times, but you get 10 to 15 quality cigars and every dime of that pack pretty much goes to the cigar rights of America or goes to the lobbying body that, um, is put it together. And these, these guys are actually doing some good for the world. Right. So, um, that's just a little bit of good news for once out of the cigar, um, world the um monogram number nine survey that i talk about all the time i keep getting amazon price updates every day it's stuck at 22 dollars for the longest time and last time i saw it was like 14 dollars and 30 cents if you want to order it yeah i'm actually thinking of ordering a couple of copies and maybe giving them away on the show so yeah. that everybody can read the um you know or have an opportunity to read this study that Pretty much says, concludes that cigars are not as bad as you think. And actually, not saying they're a healthy thing, but are worlds different when it's uh, health-related compared to other tobacco products. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I tell people all the time, like, it's night and day. It's night and day. You, you Honestly, in, in my personal opinion, you can't compare cigarette smoke. Two cigars. You can't. It's not even. There's not a comparison. Yeah, Gary's too far out of Wi-Fi range. He's <laughs> he's looking like uh, Max Headroom. Yeah. So, uh, a quick side note: I was drinking a hundred Pipers blended Scotch whiskey. When I finished a little bit of that, I decided to crack over to my uh, eighty-dollar bottle of Compass Box Peat Monster. And holy macaroon! So good. Did. I was like eight. I was in, in a like uh, Target. Dollars. Would you say? Yeah, it is. It's an eighty dollar bottle. Um, it's good. What do I want to say? I was in a Target in Huntsville this week, and they had a very. They're just finishing a remodel, so they, they really didn't have a lot of beer stock. And I bought the. Uh, Gralish Pilsner here. No real label on the bottle or anything, but got the fancy little lid that Yeah, the flip tops. Yeah, I love those, yeah. man. I'm a big fan of those. Real nice heavy glass. It's a pretty decent beer. I was kind of happy and 250 yeah. a pop. So you had to buy them in the four pack. Hey, not a bad, not a bad deal. So so I since I am not driving tonight, I am enjoying enjoying a beer again. So 
thing. But Gary's sounding robotic, but I'm starting to understand him. And he's I'm gonna say well um, I don't know if we heard anything really wanted to talk about tonight. I'm hoping um, I'm going to start begging um, Harris to be on the show next week, even as a call in uh, yeah. to, to let us know what his PCA adventures were. If you, yeah. paid, if you paid attention to any of the social media for any yeah. of the Birmingham cigar um, stores, you know, cigars and more Vitola, all of that. Um, he was at a Fuente event where they had a specially blended Fuente that each participant got one cigar uh, for them to smoke during the presentation. Uh, So sounds like a pretty little rare nest there. Um, I believe he did win a trip to uh, tour the Opus plantations and that. Um, He got lucky in that. That was one of two people in attendance at that. uh, He's going to take me with him on that one. So um, he had a really good time in Vegas. I'm hoping he bought some really quality stuff. Um, I'm not talking about anything that I've heard that was shown, debuted, looked good out there yet. I want Harris to tell us kind of what he saw and uh, kind of where he put where he put his money. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, I've been I watching. Hope he a lot just of didn't restock. I say, hope he didn't just restock what we had. I'm hoping we got some new stuff coming in because I know a bunch of new stuff was. Uh, presented yeah um i've been watching a lot of them uh different companies and they will go live and show you like i saw a mariachi band this girl this lady at the, the don fausto she was a uh, re- live streaming uh a mariachi band and all these different stuff mm-hmm. man it was i was like man i want to go to one of these things <laughs> I believe you can. I uh, believe they did announce next year is in Vegas again for PCA, but rumor is they might be looking at uh, New Orleans. Oh wow! For um, 2024. At least That'll be cool. that, that. That's what I heard through another cigar podcast. Yeah. Um, and if, if you listen to this, you know what cigar podcast I listen to. So smoking underground, right? Yep, that's it. All the rest of them aren't very good. This is only the good one. So I'm going to say probably with that, I'm going to go ahead and exit for the evening. Yeah. Um, it's been a, an interesting night. Um, I hope not to have to do too many more remotes. Uh, just yeah. I, I got stuck into a Thursday travel. Um, I'll be honest, totally my fault I got stuck into a Thursday travel, but... That's part of getting the new studio um, uh, back at what do I want to say in the, the the new studio in the new place. So yeah, but with that, I'm gonna say good night. I'm gonna say good night for Gary. I'm sorry he he seemed to have some internet connectivity problems there. Yeah, um, this is pretty bad. But from uh, I guess I'm talking to you from Scottsboro, Alabama. And I'm about to go down and probably have a Fuente Rare Pink. I have one of those in my box that I've been thinking about having. All right. Um, so I'm going to be out of here. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for watching uh, Smoking Underground. Thank you, John. Thank you, Gary. And uh, remember to tune in next week. Uh, same bat channel, same bat network, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, we'll see you. And we're, uh, we don't know what the topic's going to be, but 
it'll be a good conversation and something to smoke at. Well, I hopefully hope. we get Harris, and then we know what the topic's going to be. That if would be not, nice. It would be not, really we'll nice figure to hear it out. stories. Um, hopefully everything got, got to you, Jim. Um, I did send you that email. If you didn't get it, uh, go to our website, smokingunderground.com, and shoot me a message there, and I'll get that launched off to you again. There you go. We will uh, talk to everybody next week. Later. Later. Gators. Do 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 do